Hello, family. This is Pastor John, just reading the word. And today, like yesterday, I will take a diversion and we'll talk about today, the day in between Good Friday and the Resurrection Sunday. Father, I thank you for your word that gives us insight to what it must have been like that day, that fateful day that the disciples found themselves questioning their Savior. I pray today that you will use this enlightenment of the word to give us some guidance and insight in Jesus' name. Amen. So, the disciples and the women who supported Jesus and all of the others who on that Palm Sunday previous had rejoiced in the coming of the Messiah, the coming of a king with great expectations that this king would overrule uh, Rome, would establish a great kingdom right there in the midst of them. And now he's dead and buried. We, as humanity, are sequestered in our homes worldwide to one extent or the other. We recognize the potential damage to the economics of the world, of our nation, of our state, county and city, and each household in Visalia. The essential workers are plugging along with our prayers. The rest of us, many, out of fear, hoarding things that have nothing to do with this plague, this virus. And we sit in our homes. And we play puzzles, and we watch TV. We are the huddled masses. But what about this day, 2020 some years ago? Those who thought their king had arrived, wake up. on this day, and they're scared. They don't remember the words that Jesus told them. We have the word of God with us that we can read and know, but they didn't know. They didn't comprehend it. Maybe it was just way too much for them to imagine that They should recall that he said that in the third day he would rise. They didn't understand that the temple would be taken down and we'd be rebuilt in three days. They didn't understand. Did they go home? For many, it would be a journey 
to get back to the house, to walk those 30 to 60 miles perhaps. What did they do? What did they feel? Were they dismayed? Did they feel like they had been taken by Jesus? There were people rejoicing and making fun of, I'm sure, that there were people who were making jokes about the Messiah, the King of the Jews, heckling those who had believed and followed so fervently this Messiah. Were they hiding? Their leader had been killed. Were they sequestered in their home or the upper room or in a friend's house? Were they hiding for fear of their lives? What did they do? We hide in our homes from a virus that could kill us. And we complain about how long this is going on. What did the disciples, the women who supported Jesus and the followers of the dead Messiah hide from the murderous crowds to seek to put down this uprising of now a dead Messiah. We pray that our days of being stay-at-home orders at being without work, without income, the funds running entirely low for those multiple millions who didn't have a penny in the bank to begin with. Who are at the end of their ability to have what it takes to live and to eat and to heat their home. No more gas in the car. No more food on the shelves. Ailing, but not able to go to the hospital because of the virus. We know from the word what happens tomorrow. We know in the religious world, the celebration of tomorrow. But they didn't. And they were in grievous place. And what about us? We know that tomorrow is a celebration of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. But when will we have a celebration of the resurrection of our world and our nation and our city and our individual homes to begin to restore ourselves 
to just a few short months ago. Our economy was roaring. Our unemployment rate was dwindling. And there was peace and safety in our nation and in our world in many areas, some not so much. I say, body of Christ, family, be confident, be encouraged that this day is indeed the Lord has made and we should rejoice in it that we don't know what tomorrow comes, but we have the confidence in Christ that he will resurrect. Indeed, he did. And each day is a resurrection day for us that we should look upon today and say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for what you have provided. Thank you for the safety and health you have given us in the face of fear and anxiety. We know where our help comes from. So body of Christ, family, I encourage you to let this day be a day of rejoicing in our homes over this virus, that God is in control. He's not surprised. He has a purpose and a meaning. Has this virus come upon this world because of the sin of the world? I don't know. But I thank God that he is getting people's attention I pray when this mass healing and deliverance from this virus comes that the one person we can look to is Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And for that, I'm thankful. Be encouraged. Be anxious for nothing. Don't worry about anything. But with great thanksgiving, thank the Lord for what he's done. Thank him for what he is going to do. And let the Lord keep your mind and your heart in Christ Jesus. So this indeed is the day the Lord has made. And I will rejoice and be glad in it. Won't you join me? Let's pray. Father, I thank you for this day in between. That we have the information We have the word. We know what happens. And Father, I want to reflect this upon today's current situation in the world and in our individual homes. That there will be a resurrection. That it will get better. And we have but you to thank for today. And we love you and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.